Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and of course, Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the Mara vs. Sarah showdown. Let go! Pete Davidson's three IG follows. What? And some money-making deals. Let's get it! And this is episode 203! Let's go! (laughs) Wow. I can't wait to get into some of that stuff you were talking about in that intro, V. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, guys, uh, you know how we do. Before we get into this week's episode of The Bachelor, V, I want to know how you're doing. What's going on? How's your week been? Um, Nothing crazy. This up and down weather here in Atlanta has, like, last week, I was down for the count for most of the week just because my sinuses were so stuffy. I wanted to die. I was like using a nasal rinse. I was doing all the things. Um, it was just, it's just been rough times out here. But um, I did, once I was feeling a little bit better, I went to um, the dance classes that I do. They're called Vixen. Um, we had a little new location launch party because we're back at, technically it's an old location that is a new location, whatever. Great time, fun class. Uh, brought my friend Maggie with me, um, and it was a lot of fun for us. And then um, Saturday was a lot of Beltline shen- belt shenanigans. Um, so that, you know, whenever it's, like, kind of sunny out, people are feeling themselves walking up and down the Beltline, was hanging out with the pals. Uh, Rachel had some of her friends from out of town here, so we were, you know, doing doing the whole thing. Saw some new friends, saw some old friends, the, it was a good time, but that's a, that's pretty much all I've been doing. That's all I did um, because otherwise I just kind of was lazy because I couldn't, you know, think straight because my sinuses were a mess for most of yeah, last week. Yeah, it sounded like but. you might have needed a little bit of rest if you if you were mm-hmm. able to catch it. Um, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just went home, uh, celebrated Christmas with my family down in Orlando. Christmas in February. Yeah, you know, that's just how it is now in COVID. You fit in your holidays whenever you can. But um, it was actually kind of nice. Like, I mean... You know, I feel like holidays have been different this year with everything going on, but um, at least for me, but, you know, getting being able to exchange presents and stuff like in February for, you know, just if it it kind of helps break it up. You know, February is a short month, but it's kind of like that weird. I I kind of want to make it like that where like we 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 maybe celebrate Christmas together, but like like towards the end of February, that's when we give each other our presents. Like, that'd be nice, you know? Um, but uh, it was nice, you know? It felt it felt good. You're right. It did break it up. I got to see my nephew, who's growing big, uh, as always, and it was just awesome. You know, he's got the cutest little teeth, like his little smile whenever <laughs> your sister posts pictures of him. He's so funny. Oh, my goodness. It, it, was, it was awesome to chill with him. I got him some bongos for Christmas, so he loved them. You instantly. are literally, like, becoming your sister and brother-in-law's, like, enemy number one, because this child <laughs> is just like has all the noise making toys from you because yeah. like musician but like truly like <laughs> no no totally I mean but I, I actually think they appreciate it like uh, at first you know I mean he's just really embracing music um, you know at his age so if it's if I'm not getting him actual instruments this boy is going to be banging on p- pots and pans it's just the way it is he loves the True. drum so, I mean I he's, guess. A, he's a natural born drummer and I got to actually like I you know, I took him away from watching the Wiggles a little bit to watch like kids playing the drums on YouTube and go. stuff. And he loved it. I thought, you know, he was just like able to see other kids doing what he's doing in his living room. So um, we'll see what happens uh, with all that. But and then I also shot uh, episode two for the show that I was a part of the pilot. Um, they wrote me back into the show. It's pretty funny. I'm just like this like antagonist in the series where you know mm. the guy's like a rapper i fired him from episode one and episode two i become like the landlord at his apartment 
complex so wow uh, yeah it's pretty funny um i'm just on his ass the whole time uh but it's 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 it was really fun to be able to get back at you know like i'm trying to get out there and do all these different acting gigs so i can get stuff for my reel it's just it's it's real fun so um <laughs> i'm loving it but v you know what we do here you know it's that time to talk about bachelor stuff on our show Yes, yes. But before we get into this week's episode, YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification no, notification Noti- bell. Notification. Notifi- <laughs> wait. Um, so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor-related content if you just did it. Huge shout out for you. And I'm going to give myself a sad trombone for messing that YouTube plug. Yeah, you know, I should just be memorizing it like I try to memorize all my scripts. I was about to say, I'm like, I feel like sometimes reading it word for word almost makes you mess up more. Yeah, no, I have you hovering like over the the page, so I'm just going to blame it on you. Um, How is it me? (laughs) I got like you on two sides of my screen. Like it has like a little small screen for you when I'm not on the big screen on on Skype. But but yeah, anyways, um, it's my fault for putting you over it. Uh, But yeah, guys, you know, this week's episode of The Bachelor is is a doozy. We get two rose ceremonies and I'm like, I know what (laughs) crazy. I know. Right. It's kind of weird that (laughs) like actual like closure at the end of it. I know. And I felt like they're, they were like edging me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, there's no way I get two episodes. I know. I kind of like kept, cause I watched, I started watching it later. Like I watched it like probably like 45 minutes late. So I was like fast forwarding. So I like then because of YouTube TV. So like when it was getting close to the end, like when I was like clicking through the commercials, I'm like, we can't like still have more time left. Right. And I was like, no, we're going to get. Yeah. It almost made me forget like the beginning of the episode. I'm like, wait a second. Did I just like time travel a whole week? Um, but, uh, no, we didn't. It was actually what happened. Uh, the show starts off with, with an intro of a recap of what happened with Sarah and Mara or Mara. Still haven't figured this out yet. But, we don't know. Yeah. I, be, I feel like they've said different ways in the show. Mira, like I was trying to listen I, I'm here, and Mira, I have no idea. Mara, Mara. I don't know. I think it's Mara. So I'm going to go with Sarah and Mara. Sarah and Mara. That just sounds better for me. But um, yeah, you know, they're talking about that. Um, Sarah, you know, yeah, Mara- Sarah, Sarah comes marching back from her one on one date. Yeah. Rose in hand pissed. Yeah. I Sarah's mean, revenge. Rightfully she is, so. Rightfully so, though. I she mean, comes. She comes in. I feel like I go on an emotional roller coaster with like my feelings for Sarah this entire episode because not that I'm like team Mara really because mm. i don't see mira being with clayton but like this entire episode just seeing how sarah acts i'm like oh i don't know but we'll get into it but sarah comes back marching back from her one-on-one with a rose in hand and like confronts the girlies being all like clayton said one of you said that i'm not ready for this and just so you know like i'm more ready than any like she's pretty much like throwing down and mira at least fesses up she's like it was me I mean, um, she didn't even have to fess up because she was making faces the whole time Sarah was doing her like I know, spiel. But not subtle. It's like, come not on. If it was me, I'd be like, Mara, what's with all the faces? That's what I'd be doing. Like, I but was like, I don't think Sarah's smart enough. No offense to her. I don't think she's smart enough to notice that. I think I don't she know. was just. I thought she had enough buck to be able to do that. But I think she handled it like classy. You know what I'm saying? She could have, she just like told her piece. Obviously, she's, what is she going to come back and not like air the room? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I think she handled it. I think they handled it as well as they were going to handle it. I think they're both in a little bit of a tip. Like, the tiff is there. Like, it's happening. Yeah. Like, I, I think they were going to handle it that way no matter what. Right. I so, mean, so I, that gets, like, hit. But, like, Sarah, I guess, like, kind of, you know, like, she kind of puts out the the vibe of, um, you know, me and Clayton's relationship is stronger after that. And whoever, you know, gave him that information is is you know, on thin ice or whatever she said. What did she, how yeah, she put it? So, yeah, she pretty much like throws Mira under the bus being all like, uh, he said whoever said that obviously is on their way home and that was their last ditch effort. And yeah. like, last and ditch the effort. other girls are just like being like, whoa, like th- this is fire and fire and flames. We don't want any of this. This is too much. Like she's coming out because then, I mean, Sarah kind of like is threatening all the other girls' relationships as well. She's just all like, you guys thought and then like like good luck to you 
I've got my rose. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, and I, it's 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 seeming like more and more that I'm realizing me and you just kind of view the show differently, um, obviously. But um, you know, to me, I was really not seeing like the things like you know, I, I besides her just being the youngest cast member there, like you know, her confidence, like I I just feel like that's just kind of one of the things that makes like the girls like gang up on you you know you necessarily right. don't have to be doing anything wrong it's just like it, you're an easy target to be able to put your their direct their frustrations on you know what i'm saying right well and i think it, and we until we get into later in the episode i think most of the other girls we don't know why most of the other girls like even have like a, truly between mira and sarah it's just like their insecurities around their age yeah that i feel like is their only thing like it doesn't even matter about clayton like it's not even about clayton it's literally about their come like conflicting insecurities yeah and we'll talk about like, that more in the show i kind of want to well, get yeah. into well it. i feel like that rolls into the rose ceremony slash cocktail party that yeah. we have next well you know they're talking about no drama whenever they start off the well, any type of section yeah. there the drama's coming in. Um, you know, Clayton comes in optimistic and pulls um, or Serene first. And, um, you know, Clayton gives her validation about, you know, the conversation they had around her cousin's death. And he honors her by giving her a jar of, quote, fireflies, which is just like those Amazon, like Christmas lights you stuff in a jar. Something you'd see on Pinterest. The little something. fairy lights. Yeah. yeah. So, um, which is cute. You know, it's 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 a nice callback to their conversation and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she pretty much says that she's falling in love with him. This is the episode where it's just like people are falling a in love. A lot of people are falling well, this, in love. This is, this is textbook because it's the hometowns. You have to either say it before or after hometowns when you drop in that load. So um, yeah, Sarah's in that load. <laughs> Sarah's, uh, you know, talking about being in a daze, just, you know, stunned still from, you know, her one-on-one and uh, coming back and confronting the women. And this is when, you know, Mara just starts, you know, kind of a little bit of a shit talking. Like this is her last Mar- ditch effort. I feel like you know, and yeah. brings up. The I mean, last- it definitely is. She definitely has a lot of insecurities. She like I I see it even more this episode than I did last episode, where she's just looking for a husband. It doesn't even matter who. Right. She's just looking for someone to fill that void, which is not a good way to live your life, and especially like it's just emphasizing the whole like I'm 32. I, she feels like she should be married already. And that's why she's like taking it out on Sarah and Sarah, you know, also is insecure about the fact that she's the youngest and could be perceived as immature. So then they like, you know, we've got Mary in her little revenge dress. She decides to pull, um, Sarah for a little chat, which we all know, like that can't be any good. And honestly, there was nothing that happened in this chat besides them just bitching at each other. Just chirp, chirp, chirping. Think, I don't even think they were bitching at each other. Like, I really didn't like the way Mara, like, she was, like, manipulative about this whole, like, conversation. Just, like, you know, it's very easy for an older person to be able to, like, you know, talk down to someone. Like, I didn't really see Sarah. Like, she couldn't even get a word in, um, you know. And, and then... This is kind of where Rachel got a little bit on my shit list because she's peeking through the windows and this is oh, like, yeah. and they all, and then they all run to the, they all run to the window and they're all like, what's going on. Yeah. And you know, the, this is kind of, it just, it just, to me, this is always obvious for me to see when the girls see competition, when they see someone that's actually in the lead, like all the girls, even if they don't have anything to worry about, someone like Rachel, you know. Rachel has nothing to worry yeah, about. But like, yeah, they definitely still, have the strongest connection. Yeah, but still she's like acting like she's insecure and like and saying eventually to like Clayton that like these are the things that Sarah's doing to make them feel insecure, which I can't stand Clayton in this episode. And it's, I think we're just going to hate him even more going on. I mean, I hate Clayton in general. We yeah. all don't like Clayton. Right. So, um, so yeah. So anyways, drama starts and some of the girls don't get time because of this because they just don't learn their lesson about you know how important you know these moments are to be able to get your time in with Clayton but instead you all want to like talk about not starting drama but then starting drama so um we we go into the rose ceremony and um I just feel like you know this is where Sarah claims like Mara's like doing cheap shots at her you know and uh on the chopping block um for the first ceremony of the episode is uh, mara genevieve gabby and eliza um who eliza is looking beautiful eliza eliza, eliza um, is looking beautiful this episode 
And, I know we um, just haven't seen her in like three episodes, though. Yeah. Um. So I I was bummed after seeing that her Eugen- and yeah her and uh Mara go home. I'm happy to see Mara go home. I mean, Mara, we knew she was going home. Yeah. Literally, like even as she leaves, she's still talking about like it's not even like Clayton. Like she's really like she's like if Clayton can't see that I'm good for him, like that's on him. Like whatever, I don't even care. This bitch just wants to be married. Like, right. girl, go find someone back in wherever you're from. Like, yeah. you'll I'm sure she'll find success somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Genevieve gets that last rose, leaving her on the chopping block after all the recipe were chopped. So um, after that, which we, we knew that. Like, I mean, I mean, they don't, I, I really don't, don't know how you picked her over. Eliza, like, you know what I'm saying? Eliza was like a sweet, beautiful girl. Like, I don't understand that, but um, whatever. The girls are uh, magically transported to Vienna, Austria, and the next scene. And um, no, you know, they didn't, like, even talk about going there at all. So they just show up. Yeah, and then they just did the little, like, do, 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 like, little mappy thing, being all like, this is our last stop before hometowns. And I'm like, okay, well. But this is a nice little switch from Croatia where, you know, it was probably hot. And um, now they're in like some fall feels like wind is blowing. They're cheers in with like, you know, big glasses, mugs of beer. And uh, yeah. And uh, Clayton. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, Teddy says, do you did you notice that? Did you notice uh, Teddy's way of saying I noticed it this time right, how cool. she enunciates all the T's because even how She's she always said like important. important. Yeah, important. Yes. <laughs> I literally noticed that. And I've mentioned it in my tipsy talks, too. I was like, oh, I hear it. Yeah. She enunciates really interestingly. I wrote that down. I was like, she, she like I need V to see it this time. But um, yeah. but yeah, so the day card uh comes right and and Susie gets a one-on-one. Susie gets the coveted shopping spree pretty woman date um yeah um you know so with some austrian designer that nobody knows well you know this is this is definitely you know putting anxiety on genevieve about not getting a having a one-on-one yet and um right. and now here because yeah, this is Susie's second one-on-one yeah and and poor sarah like you know was thrown under bus for having her second number uh one-on-one just being the first one to do i know that. but like we're at the we're at the time that it's like kind of it's like happening. there's not many girls left that haven't had a one-on-one so you yeah know? Susie missed that that shade and um yeah so she gets picked up you know in an old car and uh they start going through vienna and he's talking about spoiling her and it is the shopping date and um you know they're you know obviously they always do the shit ton of bags uh shopping bags you yeah know, and they kinda... always get a lubes a pair of louboutins they always have to make sure they show the red bottoms because that's what makes all the other girlies lose their mind oh you yeah. can tell during this entire date though like clayton knows nothing about clothes this man knows not a thing he couldn't <laughs> couldn't tell you left from right in a store doesn't even honestly he's not even giving good reactions to like the shit that she looks good in and then some of the shit that they put her in looks like a bb dress from like i don't know 20 like not even 2012 maybe that first 2009. one was ugly the the feathers the, the little feathers. bandage dresses like that they put to her in two of those i'm like what are we doing this is 20 at least they filmed it in like probably 2021 so yeah. like Still, like, come on. Well, Clayton is loving every moment with Susie, and uh, Susie gets really emotional and feels like very special to be on that date. I mean, that is the that is the one that you want, right? Because you get to. It's like it makes your time out there even worth it, more worth it. It does, and they uh, the Bachelor Data uh, account on Instagram did a thing how for a lot of those pretty women dates in the past, like probably several seasons, those women either are picked. Or make it into like the final couple, like wow. you know, because like let's think about Ari season. Becca before you know he eventually dumped her. She had that date. Um, I think uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other seasons, but a lot of the other ones they either are like top three, top two, or top one. Right. I mean, who who doesn't love to get go on a shopping spree? So that's definitely the one you want to give to someone you like a lot. Um, Susie returns with all their bags, like we said, to show um, everything she got to the girls. The girls are jealous. She even has Always. like the designer red dress that you know was delivered, hand delivered to her. Yeah, hand delivered. That's yeah. that's really like rubbing it in their faces. He walks in like Miss Susie. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Susie. He has gloves on and everything, and um, you know she's preparing for the date. They're really using their extras um this season um or 
or their producers or whatever in the background people they're using them um hardcore this season but yeah so uh you know the night portion of of the date happens which is interesting like i've never really seen like the in between like that before right you usually have a full day maybe they seclude yeah, you away or they, they don't show they us do, th- like whenever they do this kind of date they do show us that like little just enough to be like i'm coming back with all my stuff gotta get changed and like then yeah. they do it but so like, they continue this little fairy tale at a palace where Susie, you know they're calling her a princess and i really can't see anybody but hannah brown in her right now at this point she looks a lot a lot the internet says she looks a lot like hannah brown yeah. they've been comparing her to hannah brown since the start of the season yeah so i mean she does look great though and uh you know the i i just i i'm not feeling the one-on-ones like at all this season and uh especially these these conversations during dinner are just kind of boring. Um, but Susie ends up getting the rose and she's the first one that is definitely going into hometowns. Going to hometowns. They got uh, Chris DeBerg, um, famous for his song Lady in Red, uh, which is appropriate for, you know. Because I feel like they must have made her wear that red dress for that. Of like, course, of course. But also, um, like Serene I mean, I liked said, it on her. Even Serene said earlier in the, in the episode that, oh my God, red is his favorite color. Yeah, um, so red is his thing, I guess. Which I mean, is interesting. guys are only really gonna like black or red on a on a woman. You know what I'm saying? That's just like the most bold colors and sexy colors and a dress. You know, um, but I, guess. I mean, red just stands out. It's like the most like your eye gravitates to that. Yeah, just naturally that makes sense. Um, like, but yeah, so um, so yeah, so anyways, uh, that is uh, cool. Quick, quick note: I did ask Kate and um, Chad from. 12 Dates of Christmas, our uh, friends who've been on the show, hey, because they filmed <laughs> their show in Austria. And I was like, this palace looks hella familiar. Is it the same palace? And I guess it's not exactly, it's not the same one. It's a different one, but like it's right around where they were. So, wow, so uh, many castles in Austria. Um, yeah, we got to get them back on the show. Those guys are awesome. So, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, essentially we get back to the girls and another day card arrives and they are announcing a group date, which also alludes to the next one-on-one, which is Serene. She gets another one-on-one. Serene gets her other one, which is, it's honestly the nail in the coffin for Genevieve. And I think she knows that she's self-aware. She knows that their connection isn't there, but we'll like, as they get into their group date, it's a therapy group date, which we love here. We love to just do these stupid ass therapy group dates when all these bitches need to actually go into therapy. But, you know, we're in the home of Sigmund Freud. We're doing a nice therapy group date. We've got a hot therapist there to do some couples therapy with them. The girls um, are intimidated by this whole situation. Which, like, yeah, I guess that Except makes sense. Except for Sarah. <laughs> Sarah is like more. We'll like, get to Sarah. Like, we'll get to I'm Sarah's. Ready. Part. I love therapy. Yeah. Therapy is my happy place. I love it. Which like, I'm good. I mean, obviously I'm a big therapy believer, um, promoter, love it myself. Uh, but I don't think I like, I don't think I'm actively like each time I go into a session, I'm not like, yeah. Well, <laughs> d- d- see, this is the thing though. No, I feel you. But I mean, I don't know. People just like react to it differently. But this is kind of one of those areas where her age is kind of showing like, you know, it right. Just, and it has nothing to do with her trying to do one thing. It's just her age. Like, you know, she probably is just not like her maturity hasn't gotten herself to like the point of self-awareness like uh, some of the other women. Yes, that's exactly it. She's lacking self-awareness. Yeah. So, I mean, th- and I, I, c- I could see how that could rub insecure women off um the wrong way in that hyper well and i mean they're in scenario. this situation yeah. everyone's made to be insecure with the, the nature of how this show is set up it's literally supposed to make you insecure like that is how they create the drama so i mean that's why someone like sarah you know is pitted against someone so, like so what is Mira. so psychoanalyst analysts what what's what's the, what kind of therapy is this outside of is it a different type of therapy than, you know, of, uh, a, I mean, a not exactly. I think like there's different levels of therapy that you could do. You could do like cognitive behavioral therapy. You could do different things like there's like which CBD CBT is the kind of therapy that I do typically, but like, which I think Freud is kind of more into that, but it's like examining the psyche. Obviously Freud, you know, talked a lot about like mommy issues, daddy issues, whatever sexual, like, things that tie into that. So I just think it's sort of on that basis because it's, you know, 
couples. Well, first up but. is Gabby. She talks again about her family like she did on her 101. Um, and then right. comes Genevieve, who was nervous as always. Like she just looks like she's on the brink of just like she always she looks like a little scared church church mouse. Yeah. Like she is like which like she goes into it, she's not opening up. Clayton is all like Well, she's kind of put on the spot. It's like some weird, awkward silence. I'm sure it was even more awkward in real life. And then, you know, she essentially chokes. Like, you know, I I would consider this choking. Like, it's just like all you have to do is talk about yourself. She's like, I don't know how to open up. I don't know how to talk about my feelings. Like, it's something that I have a really hard time doing. And Clayton even Um, struggles to express himself in that moment. Like, you know, he ends up pulling her outside of, you know, the whole um, therapy room. And uh, they sit down on the stairs. And this is where, you know, she's going to get broken up with and sent home i know but i feel like she also sort of was like i'm not ready and he's like yeah we're not ready i don't think i can take like well, i'm gonna walk how you also out. what else are you supposed to think when the therapist I know, but is I like saying think- the same thing right into their face like you know like how is clayton supposed to pick you if you can't even tell us how you're feeling like you know how is he right. supposed to and which right. is a good point i mean it sucks to be so blunt like that but um yeah i mean it is what it is i mean i think and then even in her little limo exit like i felt like she was extremely self-aware she's like you know this is like i need to work on breaking my walls down i need to work about being vulnerable like this is something that is gonna hold me back like like you know she honestly i felt like she handled it like she knows that this is her issue Obviously, she couldn't make it there with, like, Clayton. I don't feel like she was, like, overly, like, I think she was upset at herself. I think she just needs regular therapy before she goes into couples therapy, you know, with someone that she doesn't even have, like, you know. I agree. So she was a self-aware queen. I was here for it. Right. And and I I do, you know, and she probably also knew her place in this pecking order of, like, what's coming next. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just kind of know. And, uh, yeah, so she goes home and, uh, and. You know, she and it's the walls she has up. Uh, she ran out of time because she really didn't have any more time to kind of get to know Clayton. Clayton lets the girls know. So now there's only two girls left. Rachel breezes right through that, of course. Um, but Obviously. she does talk about her confidence and Clayton wants more confidence out of her because he feels like he's doing everything except for bringing her on a shopping spree date um, to show her. Uh, but every second there's a rose in his hand. I feel like he just wants to give it to her. Like, I'm like, he's going to give it to her. He's going to sure. give it to her. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah. So last up, we got Sarah who's excited about this. And um, the girls are really calling her out and thinking she's being malicious with like her information coming back from dates. And um, the girls in this yeah, moment, stuff that I we f- as viewers don't see. So obviously she's been saying stuff that we as viewers don't see. Right. But it's not I, like later on when it's explained a little bit more, but we'll talk about it when it gets there. But the girls are in, t- in this moment. They're looking at they're obviously insecure, but they're also hating. I feel like like in this moment. a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think obviously like it's easy to hate on her i think they didn't like the way that she approached no one likes like, the, the no one likes the number the date, one person i think no one yeah likes i the- mean but i think but i think it's interesting because i think even like if we can even compare to like when it was michelle's season and stuff like that i feel like even when like you're the top girls like i feel like there's sometimes like you're either like we know that we're competition whatever but we're gonna do whatever and then there's like a different level so i think it just kind of they're viewing her a different way. And I think it's because of her lack of self-awareness as, you know, someone who's younger and just like is like, you know, being all like, I'm on my shit. No one can touch me. And I think they're all like, but isn't that what you're supposed to do? Like, what's the you're supposed to like play these politics with the girls like you're here to date Clayton. Like you're supposed to. Feel I know, conf- but I think like you don't have to be thrown in in other people's faces. I mean, dude, like just because like you come back from a date, that's the like it's your TV show for the day. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls want to hear about like what happened if they don't. I know, but I guess it's maybe we obviously don't see it. It's maybe how she's coming off. And I guess things that she's saying, which they get into in the cocktail party after like the cocktail portion of this date that like things that she's saying that Clayton then rebuked. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't made, know. This she another, said some this, stuff that this, isn't true. We'll talk about that there, but, um, but yeah, so essentially um, the therapist, you know, after all this stuff, um, Sarah, you know, goes in there very excited and, and kind of like thanks her overly thanks her, um, which, right 
does come off, you know, a little performative for someone that does, you know, like to make sure people know how thankful I am. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it was a little performative. I don't know if that's what this type of therapist was supposed to be looking for. Like, I don't know when you go into therapy, are they supposed to be like reading the lines of what you're lying about or what you're like, you know, well, overdoing? I mean, yes, because any therapist like is obviously going to want to get to the root of what you like, you know, things that you're talking about, whatever they're going to like a therapist can easily sense when you're holding things back or when you're lying. Well, I think that was the moment that, that little thank you thing was kind of the performative part. Like, I don't think like what she actually exposed or like what she said was, I thought it was real. Like, you know, I didn't think she was lying in those moments when she was talking about what she felt in her perspective, you know? Right. Um, so you know, she thinks she did great. You know, it's it's kind of the therapist calls her out later. Yeah, but well, I mean, say that it was her. Yeah, that's the funny part. It's like very ominous about like who's the therapist is like. Most of you were real. One of you was performative, and I was like, whoa. I mean, it sounded like my acting class, but um, I'm like, I'm like, oh, is this like that's exactly what like my acting teacher would say is like, you know, you're performing a little bit. You're you're tapping on the gas there, but you know. So we go into, uh, you know, the night portion of this um, group date and instantly, you know, he's pissed off about all this stuff. Like, you know, because that's because he easy- feels bamboozled. No, he's <laughs> easily irritable. Like this just like you could say anything. No, Clayton feels constantly bamboozled because he has no critical thinking skills. He literally is always like bamboozled. <laughs> he's like, how could I be like he's like, how could you know, like what? Like the way he looked at the therapist before, you know, this like night portion when she was like one of them was being performing. And he was like, huh? Like, yeah. come, bro, come on. He's so easily like deterred. And um, yeah, so essentially he's like pissed off. He pulls Rachel first because obviously that's the one he wants to marry. And, yeah. um, you know, Clayton knows it's not her. That's the performative one. Rachel kind of says Sarah um, came back from a date, you know, said some things and like essentially the nail in the coffin for this was him saying that they both cried together, which he was like, that didn't happen. I don't cry. And um, yeah, he's like, don't you dare insult my masculinity. He's like, no, that's definitely a, a lie. I did not cry. Don't you be spreading those rumors. <laughs> that better not be spreading around the house. But um, <laughs> I don't fucking cry. Yeah, dog. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, she pretty much is. And, and how are you supposed to like Sarah's coming or Rachel's saying it with like emotion and and I know and uh, like Rachel's obviously been upset. That's why like her confidence has been whatever down. though. This puts her whatever. even more on my shit whatever. list. This puts her even more on my shit list because you're a snitch and you can't even just rely. I thought she was better than that, but she's not. And she starts putting she starts throwing Sarah under the bus saying like her confidence is like 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 hurting the women and and then at one after one all the girls kind of like say the same all thing of them, all of them say how they considered going home because of things that sarah said to oh them oh my god dude like, which feels aggressive oh, i'll yes. be honest i felt like that this is where i was like i was like i'm like do i not like sarah i'm like i don't know what's going on i'm glad you and we I kind like, of agree i mean in that i sense. didn't like sarah i thought i liked sarah but i like didn't think she was gonna be the one i was thought she was gonna make it farther than this yeah but i was all like i did see the immaturity so yeah i mean uh i i at this point this though this is just like it nothing like kind of like my pet peeve on the show is seeing the women just like fuck themselves over time and time again so they want right. they think that doing this is going to get sarah out of the house while well, it comes back like to kind of hurt them because after he pulls sarah you know he confronts her about it she like you know gets emotional but like no tears come out and he's just already seeing red Ain't no, no pun tears intended to cry. <laughs> <laughs> he's seeing red no pun intended because that's his favorite color but um but yeah i mean he's like you're faking it like he's like it looked like you're trying to force cr- like tears you're trying to force yourself to cry she's like well it's just been an emotional week i have no more tears to cry and he but like just- she did kind of flip flop around like she like you could tell she was like trying you could tell she was performing she uh, was and he was all like anyways you're outie like, yeah yeah he's like i don't believe you and like she tries which just shows that their connection must not have been that great if he was that easily like wash my hands of you dog it's not even that man like it's just down to the, like you got like 
five, six beautiful women. Like, you know, at this point, it's like you have to cut. You're looking for an excuse to just like trim this stuff down. Like, you know, it doesn't last forever. So you're like, well, none of these beautiful girls that I had, like I have, you know, you're just the one with the drama right now. Let's just cut it, you know. So um, that's what happened. And she tries one more last ditch effort to um, to stay. And it's very ironic. Both uh, Mara and Sarah are both like the ones that go home, like, you know the same episode right. um but yeah so that's the way i like it honestly yeah like i mean when- it's just like wash your hands of it you know yeah. um but yeah so uh he doesn't believe her sends her home and uh clayton at comes back lets the girls know that he picks he's up like i'm rose. not giving any of you the group date rose Boom. Bye. i was i was like this is good this is good the girl that's should the right answer right he shouldn't because you know he would have given it to rachel's ass i thought he, he was knows- going to i thought he was going to give it to rachel but the thing is it's like the girls, this needs to be, no, 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 I don't think anyone ever learns from this. It's like, y- you know, uh, Teddy should have used this time instead of talking about how Sarah was doing this. She wasted it by talking about that, you know, she. I know, which is out of character for Teddy because Teddy usually isn't the one like bringing shit up. But I think obviously it's the witch hunt she thing. thought maybe it's the this witch- would help her. This is the witch hunt thing. Like you get caught up in the witch hunt. Like it's it's this hive mind of like like tribal thinking. And and you just I'd rather be on this side with the majority than to, you know, it's like. And especially when that's all it's, it's really Clayton's fault, too, because that's all he cares. It about. is Clayton's fault because um, he fucking sucks. Yeah. So um, essentially uh, we go into uh, next into the one on one date with Serene, which was kind of lackluster. Um, I was about to say, like, they ride around on a horse and carriage. She says that she's excited to be in a tunnel. They like they like they just like do like they're just like cutesy and whatever. And then they oh they do, go to like planted old people dancing like it's just yeah corny. whatever it's lame they go to their dinner portion they say some lovey dovey shit of course she's wearing a, a sexy red dress though she looks good um, she looks great yeah. I love Serene yeah she I looks love great Serene. um they she talks they about do a how, weird slow dance in front of a pianist yeah. I don't know well they they talk about their conversation is about how like the last guy she brought home was a high schooler I guess I mean when she was in high school I don't mean to make yeah it sound back like that. when her high school boyfriend yeah that's the last be the people right her parents that. met <laughs> which, high schooler she just brought a high schooler off the street home <laughs> I mean that's that's kind of what she said the last people the last guy I brought home was a teenager so um their convo was essentially a little boring talking about past exes being like learning experiences and stuff and um, again she says like she's falling in love which i can't help but eye roll about because it's just like all right what are the chances that in the last two episodes like a bunch of women are falling in love you know but it is what it is really it's part of it's part of the plan so um she gets a rose and is the second girl going to hometowns and um now we're at our second rose ceremony of this of this episode so on the chopping block this time around is Rachel, Teddy, and Gabby. Um, it's very interesting that Gabby's like been on the chopping block both uh, ceremonies. I don't know why they're framing mm. it like that, but maybe it's like a foreshadowing um, to later on in the season. But I think um, so. Rachel is not going home. We I didn't think Gabby was going home, but guess who goes home? It's Teddy. And um, the girls call her graceful for walking off, but she's just like whatever. Like you know, at this point, like if you're getting sent it's home, sad, at dude. This, if you're getting sent home at this point, like it. Do you think it had to do anything with uh, her being a virgin? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I just don't like. I would hope. I would it love wouldn't. to see like a virgin, like you know, actually like become the last person, you know. But it would also be like interesting to see a virgin come on the show and not talk about being a virgin you know it's like what does that oh they they wouldn't allow that you know they wouldn't i mean that's the problem though it's like that's this is the problem with with the virgin thing it's like the person the the either if it's a guy or girl now we've seen them both ways but um you know if, if the if the contestant is going into an interview like to try out to be on the show they're leading with that being like their special thing. So they're they're excited about being the virgin. But 
What well, it's is because the point they know that? it's going to make them more marketable on the show. I blame the show. I'm not going to blame the people. I'm going to blame the show. Sure, sure. And the stigma the show has created around virginity, no, no, which no, no. is it's a both construct. People. It's both sides because it's the person, too. She doesn't have to talk about being a virgin. She could well, just like, be a she virgin. She did because like, she knows that it's expected to talk. And obviously, the way that like Clayton reacted was so stupid anyways because he's a bonehead. I just but wouldn't like, be a virgin. If I was a virgin, I wouldn't talk about it at all. Like I would try to get on a show and not that be my thing because you could make it all the way to the end and win and then you could be like he we broke up because like we he i didn't want to have sex with him yet because i'm virgin and then he looks like an asshole and you actually well my thing is like but and that's that even just feeds into the whole bullshit and stigma around virginity and like sex and whatever it's just all dumb like i mean he was like someone like clayton was gonna bring up in general because like the whole like he was just gonna like ask about like i mean it definitely has to do with her being a virgin because like look at all the sex he's about to have like in these next couple episodes i mean i think he probably would want to bang a virgin anyways come on yeah but i mean it's a lot like you know i'm saying if you want to bang a virgin but you don't want to bang a virgin on national television you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just different. Um, and so... I mean, that's literally what Colton's whole season was about, though. So... I mean, did he ha- He didn't have sex on his season, did he? Yeah, he did. Colton? Him and Cassie did. did but they, that was during the show? I thought they might have had sex afterwards when, like, he already had, like, quit, like, and picked her. But I don't know. Regardless, like, that's just kind of my two thoughts on the whole virgin thing. Um, Teddy goes home. We get a look at next week. We get, like, some bungee jumping. We're meeting the families. We get a look at Serene's brother. We get a look at Clayton's dad calling his ass out. And I am here for it. His dad is about to fucking like roast him alive and i'm excited yeah no i mean we get we get some looks at some stern dads it looks like gabby's dad and another dad Susie is yelling it looks like from uh, a balcony saying i love you and he's saying it back so now he's just saying i love yeah, you openly he's getting to multiple women. he's getting into deep deep shit his dad straight up says you screwed the pooch and i love that i don't even know what he's- that means but that's what he said. You d- you've never heard that screw I've the pooch. I've heard it. Do you know up. what it means? Yeah, like you screwed up. Well, yeah. What is the, what's the saying mean? I know what it means, but what is? I don't the know say- what the actual idiom means. Exactly. That's what like, I'm trying to say. It's based in something, but well, it's like from like I don't know, eighteen odd eight. I don't know. Well, whatever. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that meaning of it. And um, and Clayton says no one wants to be there. It looks like Gabby and him get in a fight that like it's pretty like I don't know. It looks like it all blows up and. Uh, Essentially, you know, we end with a post dumb post credit scene of Susie because I don't care about her, and she's doing a beer fest dancing thing like in outfits and stuff, and that's that's where we're left. So, um, yeah, we're down to four women, right? Yep. Uh, guys, I mean, I'm I'm kind of excited about hometowns. I'm excited to see what goes down. Um, you know, he has some. He has who do, who are we left with now? We're left with Gabby, Rachel, Gabby, um, Gabby. So Gabby, Rachel, Susie, and um, Serene. Serene. So yeah, those are our top four. Um, I've been trying to stay away from a bunch of these spoilers that are trying to even. So and I guess Mike Fleiss came out during this during this episode airing, saying that that it's spoiler proof. The end of the season is spoiler proof, similar to I guess Peter's season where. It's still going on. So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of like details. Like, you know how we like in Peter's season, like we learned about who he actually was with at his after the final rose. I'm guessing we're going to get something of that. Interesting. Caliber. Well, that was uh, week seven of The Bachelor. Um, and I just looked up the meaning of screw the pooch. And it's literally based. It used to be fuck the dog and sell the pups. And it, it like just got changed into screw the pooch because of a movie well, i guess yeah but whatever i, I, I because st- dog is to loaf around so it's like you were being lazy and then you made a blunder yeah That's uh well means. interesting uh well do we have any other news coming out of uh bachelor nation yes so demi um known for being on colton season um came out recently saying that she's been diagnosed with autism being on the spectrum um 
So that's, you know, she's talking about how she's learning more about it and like the stigma and like she she encourages everyone to be open minded and accepting. And she's like wanting to have a better quality of life moving forward. So um, I guess, you know, best of wishes to Demi. Um, Um, Anything else? And then Matt James was in the all-star celebrity um, game this past weekend, and he had apologized for touching fellow teammate Brittany Elena's chest uh, because, you know, like during the game, he like pushed her back and he like hit her boob. And um, I just think that's funny that that like made multiple news outlets. Was it like a serious thing or? No, like he literally was like about to take a shot and he just pushed her back because like she came up on him and like she was just like, and he just like went push it like yeah <laughs> this is stupid um it's a i mean what are you supposed to do we're playing a game here like it's a physical game i i just i, I, I these these headlines these days are really stressing me out like you know but um regardless uh yeah i mean it, who do you guys think is going to be like the winner of this i mean without spoilers and stuff let let us know in the comments who you think is going to win um the bachelor and by win i i say that loosely um because i don't think you're really winning anything besides uh being the last person on the show but um yeah make sure you leave uh, your thoughts in the comments um we'll catch you next week with uh week eight in hometowns uh with the bachelor so uh, v, why don't we get into something we like to call, I don't know, quick hits. What Alrighty. do we got? Alrighty. First up, Pete Davidson has made his return to Instagram. Okay. And right now, he only follows three accounts. They include his girlfriend, Kim Kardashian, obviously. Um, Sebastian <laughs> Stan, interestingly uh. enough. And then Fairy Hawks, the Staten Island Fairy Hawks baseball team. Got to show that hometown pride. Why? Why Sebastian Stan? He's like playing. Would love to know. Pam and Tommy right now, like. I guess yeah. He's just like, let me check out this dude. Like, I don't <laughs> let me check out this dude. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I, I. It's just random as hell. Um. But yeah. So good for him. He's on IG. Um. I don't know if it's gonna be good for his mental health, but uh, you know, more power to him. Uh, what else we got? So Britney Spears has just signed a contract with Simon and Schuster for a, um, a book deal valued at fifteen million dollars. Uh, so obviously this is like definitely in response to her younger sister's memoir. She's going to be doing her own tell-all. I'm excited. If it's like anything like her Instagram captions, it's going to be a wild. Fifteen million. I would think this would be way more for that book, man. Like. A hundred million. This is I like, mean, the the book deal itself, I mean, and then you gotta think it I think with book deals then you have to factor in like a book tour and then like actual like copies. I think it all like it's more in steps. I think like once you get the, like the that initial, I think then you start making more moolah. Interesting. From there. Well, yeah, that's definitely gonna be huge. Uh what else we got? So um in the big uh, case that had been going on with the U.S. women's national soccer team and U.S. soccer in general about getting the women's team uh, equal pay, especially because they play better soccer than the men's team in these past years, um, they just uh, made a settlement for $24 million um, that I guess is going to be, you know, this is all contingent upon negotiation of new bargaining, like collective bargaining, whatever. But hopefully, I think the general idea is that $22 million of that dollars will be like spread out between the women who have been playing. And then like $2 million is supposed to go to um, like a grant or a fund that will be used to help like post athlete days and also like help fund different things. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, more happens in that because women in sports should be getting paid as much as men. I don't know why they're not. Well, what else we got in money talk? So Kanye supposedly turned down in a hundred million dollar deal with Apple um, for Donda two, which I guess came out this week only on his own streaming platform called the STEM player. Um, and so he turned on a deal with Apple, so it won't be there. It's not going to be anywhere else. It's literally there. And I think you have to pay like $200 or something to get the STEM player. I don't know. 
Um, I think but, it's, it's kind of like you can also that's for the actual physical player. I think there's like an online thing that you can listen to and stream stuff like the album that won't cost that much. But this is genius, actually, like only an artist like this could really do something like this. Like, you know, what I'm saying like that's got to like scare Apple and Spotify and all these other things that one artist could just be like, you know, what if Drake did this and just took his music off of like. Well, yeah, because Drake is like one of the top artists on Spotify. So that would be insane. Yeah. I mean, I think this is genius, too. He's giving value to um, music as well, because the stem player, you can like DJ it kind of like take out the kicks, the bass, you know, the the acapella of the vocals and all that stuff. So I think it's really cool. I think, uh, you know, for all the other bullshit VA has been doing these past couple of weeks, um, you know, I mean, I guess it all leads up to something like this, right? He's always trying to sell I something. I suppose, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and uh, apparently, <clears throat> I mean, he's had, like, some shows and stuff for Donda 2 that haven't been going that well. I haven't I haven't heard, like, positive things about I haven't the show heard in anything, Miami. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's coming soon. We'll see what happens with that. I know Ye's been in the news a lot for, you know, not only his personal drama, but there's been the documentary on him called Genius on Netflix that's been, you know, everyone's been talking about so it's a three-part documentary about his come up and i'm actually really interested i might watch that tonight just because i've been hearing really good things about this yeah i know i gotta watch it so um so yeah what else we got um sophia harrow i'm guessing is how you pronounce this is the first ever victoria's secret model with down syndrome um she is from Puerto Rico. She's 24. So definitely, you know, Victoria's Secret has been known for being some of the most exclusive when it comes to, you know, bodies of different types that aren't the typical model. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see them moving in this direction after, you know, years of backlash to, um, how they run their fashion shows, their yeah. different campaigns. I mean, this is kind of just like a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation, you know, because I, I mean, I, I, you do have to kind of like, um, I think over time grow and show diversity and inclusion and stuff and representation. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I, I just, it's just like, it seems like they just like, are flipping on a light switch and stuff. And sometimes it can come off. I feel like, like pandering or, you know, I, right. I, and I don't want to take away from, you know, the model that is doing this because, you know, to achieve something like that is pretty incredible. But, um, you know, I, I sometimes fear that, you know, uh, a person like this could be used, you know, to try to put an agenda to make, like, yeah. you know, a company look better in the public. Like eye. a bandaid to a bullet wound mm. of sorts. So um, do we got anything else for quick hits? Yeah, so Stranger Things season four will come in two uh, volumes. Volume one should be coming out um, in May, May 27th, and volume two comes out July 1st. I guess they're ending it after season five. They're doing a season five, and that will be the last season, which I don't know how they're going to go more than even this double season four, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's weird when seasons and sh- movies and stuff do like, yeah, Hunger Games did like part one, part two. It's like, come on, just, just tell me it's part three. And then the next one's part four. Like what's with this whole, like part one, part two. Well, yeah, with the, with the, with Hunger Games, um, Twilight and Harry Potter, they all split the last book into two movies. So that's why they did part one and part two, because it was one book that they split into two yeah but stranger but. things what's their excuse? stranger things is stranger things speaking so. of stranger things um the internet's been weird with uh millie bobby brown turning 18 um oh everyone's like right in drake, drake is like peeking around the corner yeah no everyone's like tagging drake it's kind of sick though like it's so gross yeah, it's no. so fucking gross it's messed uh, up. i mean she is 18 but waiting for someone to turn 18 is creepy as hell so um it's disgusting but yeah, so uh, that if that didn't make you go yikes, what made you go yikes this week, V? This is a funny yikes. Uh, Omarion, who you know recently has been in the news because people kept calling Omicron Omarion, uh, he tweeted <laughs> so out stupid. earlier th- earlier this week. Serious question, Bay. Dot 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 dot. Are you pussically fit? <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, oh my god! He, what is this about? 
And then he followed it up being like, LOL, I was hacked. No way you were hacked. (laughs) Who laughs out loud? It says they're hacked. That's great. Um, I think it's like, because the tweet still exists. It's still up. I can still see it. Wait, wait, so what is this again? Say it again. I can't even read the word. Serious question bay. Ellipses dot ellipses. Are you pussically fit? Like physically, but pussy. What the hell? What does that even mean? Um, Whatever your heart desires. I. <laughs> Omarion! Uh, Get your man. Yikes, yikes. Man Get your man. To, he, becomes relevant, he becomes relevant again, and then he's all like, whoops. He's kind of funny, though. Foot. He's kind of funny. I don't know. Um, it's kind of funny, but it's just like, bro, yeah. what you doing? Um, well, V, you know what I want to know. What are you watching? I am happy to say I'm watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season four dropped the first two episodes. They have a new episode come out every Friday. This is the only reason I keep an Amazon Prime subscription because I hate Bezos, but I love this damn show. It's so fucking good. You don't do it for deliveries and prime deliveries and stuff. I like never buy things off of Amazon. That's true. They got me too. I'm like actually like budgeting my money. I should probably turn that off, you know, to be honest. Um, But when you do buy something, and I got like the, the prime card and all that stuff, whatever, they got me. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> you're in too deep, dog. I'm in too deep. I've gone too far. Um, but yeah, how is season four? I I, I kind of, I, I, I feel like I should watch it. There's a couple shows that and Barry and stuff that have to do with, you know, starting out in a career like comedy or acting. But I don't know. I, I love it. It's I'm starting to hate so- shows. I'm starting to hate shows, like for some reason, especially if I can't binge them, like, you know. See, I like appointment viewing. I like that this will be a new episode out because binging for me is exhausting. Like I like to be able to like each week I have several shows that put out a new episode. So then like as long as I'm after like sometimes That's I, how like, I feel about like if my podcast doesn't put out an episode that week, I'm like, you ruined my week. Like, you know, like exactly. I, I listen to I you when that, I do this. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I, I've been liking it so far. Um, I'm I just feel like there's too many shows. Like, you know what I'm saying? There is too many. Like, I am you having a hard time. You have to really invest keep- in TV shows. Like, I am having a hard time keeping up with my multiple shows that I am appointment viewing. Like, yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah, but that's why I like, what, you know, there's also too many movies and stuff, too. But like, at least with movies, you can like finish it in an hour and a half. But what do you want to ask me, V? What do you want to ask me? <laughs> what, what are you watching? Well, um, since you wanted to cut me off from what, talking about what you were watching. Um, well, I watched some interesting things. Last week, I watched that JLo movie. I realized I fell asleep before the end of it because I was like, what the hell happened? But um, so we we're talking about it with my family because everyone was watching um, that Mary me movie and um but yeah uh essentially you know my my stepdad was like you know i don't really even like j-lo as an actor but that movie was pretty good i'm like what have you ever seen a great have you ever seen salinas have you ever seen enough oh salinas anything for salinas (laughs) um so yeah uh essentially i was like like have you ever seen enough and then like like my sister was there she was like we should watch enough so we ended up watching enough which is a great j-lo movie um just like it it, you you feel like it starts off like oh it's just another j-lo rom-com and then it just gets dark as hell and um and very physical when it comes to j-lo but um physical Physical. Um, but I also watched the new Texas Chainsaw Ma- Massacre that came out on, um, I think, Netflix. And um, it was not good. Uh, it was not good. That's I mean, what I've heard. I've heard that it's dumb. Yeah. I mean, the kills were pretty gruesome, which, you know, I guess that's what you're kind of going Yeah, I hear for. that, like, somebody literally gets, like, thrown. Like, everyone's getting thrown. Oh, my God. There's, like, this, like, spoiler alert. There's a scene where this guy's wrist gets broken, and he uses, like, the bone from the broken wrist to stab no! it into his jugular um it was pretty cool so besides that the storyline kind of sucks but you know the 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 goriness of it is pretty cool and um and there was a post-credit scene so i guess they're gonna try to be more but it's just kind of like on this theme of 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 um retconning all the sequels and just kind of like making a sequel to the original a lot of these horror movies are doing that a lot of movies are doing that these days so especially horror movies so um if you're into gruesome kills definitely watch it if you're into good storylines you're not gonna like it so that's what i watched and um that was cool so our let's get into our slapper of the week that why don't we you know slapper of the week this song slaps (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, this week's slapper of the week comes from one of my favorite rappers at the moment, uh, Jack from Harlow. My favorite white boy. Yes. Um, this new song is called Nail Tech. Um, you know, it's not my favorite Jack Harlow song, but I do like it. And um, he's rapping hella hard, so hard that Kanye actually put out an Instagram about being talking about how Jack Harlow is rapping so hard. And Jack Harlow right. then um, put out a post saying, uh, wow, this is the greatest day of my life. I mean, just think about it, though, like to, to grow up listening to Kanye, no matter what he's going through right now. Right. It, it just I mean, it's still like. That's still in- impressive, dude. I I mean, if Kanye ever said I was like doing the great, greatest at anything, yeah, I would be like that would be a great day for me too. So I check, mean, yeah, yeah. Check out the song. You know, it's called Nail Tech by Jack Harlow. Um, great. you know, he just has good bars. I feel like his. I I love the way he raps. I like his rapping style. Yeah. I really do. And he's got some good beats always. So. Yeah, definitely. So, um, V, do you have any shout outs this week? I wanted to shout out my dance instructor and friend, Michaela. If you guys are looking to dance, hit her up, hit me up, come dance with us. <laughs> I wanted to shout out um, my friend, Maggie, for coming with me. Um, love and you, just, Maggie. you know, I, I just love her. Um, and then I wanted to shout out my best friend, Michelle, because I just also love her. And we're in the countdown for her wedding right now. So. Awesome. Um, I'd like to just shout out, um, I feel like I've just been shouting out my family a lot lately, which is... The I, way you always say it to you, like, my family? Yeah, like, I don't you know. always say it with a question mark. You always say, like, you're like, I guess I'll shout out my family? Well, I just got, I just want to shout them out. They're like, besides, like, you and my family, there's, like... <laughs> You my know, family? <laughs> my fa- it's like, you know, I just like to shout out my family. Um, <laughs> you know, they are my friends and um, I love them. And <laughs> you sound so uncertain. <laughs> no, they are. Um, I know. No, I know you mean it, but I think it's funny <laughs> the way you say it, because like, I know actually how you are. Yeah. Like- yeah. I mean, it's just like. I need to probably get out there a little bit more and find some people to shout out. You know what I'm saying? But. I'll just defer to my family because they deserve the shout out. I had a great time with them this weekend. They took care of me and it was nice to catch up after being away with them for a little while. And I got some really great Christmas presents for them. So just want to say thank you. I love you guys for um, making it a great weekend. So yeah, that's our show, guys. Uh, You know, it's been a long week for your boy, but uh, for some reason, I was able to get together and really be into The Bachelor this week. So, um, proud of you. Yeah, happy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've gotten into this new thing of um, watching it right before we record. So um, it kind of helps, I feel like. I'm like into it. I'm writing notes. Um, It's our thing now. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's kind of working out. But, um, V, what do you got planned for this weekend? You going and doing anything? I don't really know, honestly. Me either. Me either. Um, that's probably, I'll probably talk to my family. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to say it like that. Um, so. Oh, yeah. you mean how you always say it? I just want to say it, my family, um, if Stop. that's their real name. But um, yeah. And that's who they really are. If that's, if, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I look like them, I think. So. Yeah, guys, um, this is our episode, episode 203. You catch us next week with episode 204 with your favorite Bachelor commentary. And uh, make sure you're finding us everywhere we are on Instagram, the future Bachelor, or maybe our future Bachelor Spotify playlist. Um, that one is also fun with new music updated weekly. It's always with fire. Slappers. And um, also, you know, make sure you're finding us on YouTube and subscribing. That's where we're finding a lot of new fans and people interacting with us. So I really appreciate y'all. And if you made it this far, from finding us from YouTube. Um, I'm just going to give you a shout out as well, too. That's right. That's dope. And I think they're starting to like what we're talking about here. So, um, guys, that's been our episode. We'll catch you next week. You know what it is. It's Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And you know we love you. Deuces. Bye. Bye.